Okay. Well, here we go. I will start out by saying this, uh, the title of this is unplanned, uh, because it was completely unplanned. I have absolutely no topics, no guests, nothing, nothing to talk about. There's lots of things to talk about, but what to talk about is the question. Before we get into that though, um, I want to let you guys know what the giveaway is today. We've got two hats. So we've got the uh, gray and white trucker caps. We're going to give away two of them. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what the code is quite yet. That's going to come a little bit later, but the link for this is in the description. There'll be two. Um, They're going to be free, obviously, but they will need the code. We're also giving away six koozies. So I don't know, your energy drink, your beer, your whatever it is. Um, we got six koozies we're giving away. The koozies do not require a code. Uh, the link for those are in the description also, and they are just free. You can can pick one up, and there's six of them on there. So first come, first serve. If you want to grab one, those are free. Do you need the code for the hats, though? Uh, why not? I'll just go ahead and say it. The code for the hat is SHOPTALK27, I, I think. I should probably get that right. Yep, SHOPTALK27, no spaces, all capitals. That'll get you a hat. Um, make sure that it's the gray and white when you get to that link, though. Otherwise, the code's not going to work. Unless you want to buy one. You can buy one, too, if you want. All right, so I think what we're going to do today is um, I want to I talk about how we came to, to, to recording this podcast to begin with, like why we would do it. Um, one thing, anybody who knows me probably understands that uh, I'm highly antisocial. kind of like to be on my own and I don't necessarily love spending a lot of time around um, around people kind of get just a little awkward usually like I guess maybe not a small talk kind of guy and so um, the idea of wanting to like broadcast uh, my voice in any way you know pre-recorded or live or in any format uh, just terrified me the first I think probably the first time I ever to like talk in front of anyone on purpose I guess it wasn't on purpose. About two years ago, maybe three years ago now, um, we had a really good friend, uh, uh, Heath uh, was his name, and he was battling cancer, and it was, you know, pretty bad, and it wasn't looking like he was going to make it. And um, he's he's in the military. He's a fantastic, fantastic guy. And the community kind of came together, and we built a uh, his excursion. He had a really nice um, six-liter, uh, nice red excursion. It was always his dream to be able to build that truck. And so a, a really good friend of – another good friend of ours, um, Logan, had uh, put together uh, a whole group of people to uh, pool money and time and resources to build kind of his dream excursion out of it. And that was that was a really, really cool event. Um. And the amazing thing above all that is that was three years ago, and he's he's still with us, which is pretty exciting. Um, but when we when they when they went to announce it, because uh, us ten twenty three, we kind of like uh, headed up the project and did the work and stuff at the shop. Um, when we headed that up, we announced the truck, and then the the guys at the event um, handed me a microphone and they wanted me to talk literal just stage fright I didn't I don't even remember if I said any words I have no clue um, so anyway all that to say um, it was hard to decide to do this and um, and then I didn't even really realize it as we kind of progressed you know more into you know more recordings and more podcasts and um, 
the amount of people that like that you guys have received it well and learned a lot from it. I mean, I hear that every day talking to um, talking to people that um, it's appreciated, and that's the whole point. It's to be educational and hopefully like from a different aspect where we can teach you. Um, like the logic why we choose to do what we do rather than just telling you what parts to buy. Cause um, it doesn't do much good for us to say, you know, buy these couple parts because then when something changes or the scenario is different, like you're going to understand it different. And so um, that's kind of the purpose of this. But then I didn't, I didn't realize it. Uh, I didn't think about the fact it's like, okay, well a video podcast, that's one thing, um, you know, pre-recorded, you can edit stuff if you need to. Um, but like we're doing it live, like two years ago, I never would have like, somebody was like, you should record, you should stream this. I mean, granted, there's not that many people that watch this, so it's okay in the grand scheme of things. Um, I, I would have just gotten stage fright, the thought and never, never looked back, but it's, I think it's the encouragement from how many people have told us that they appreciate it. They make it worth it. And it's, and it's pretty cool. And I hope if we keep doing it and don't make crappy ones like this with absolutely zero zero plan that, um, in the future, um, there can be more like interaction during the live stream because that'd be pretty cool too. Um, I also, uh, I would really like to, and I mentioned this in one of the videos a couple weeks ago, I think the introduction to the shop video that I really want to do either like a weekly or, I mean, I'd like to do it more often, but at least a weekly, um, like a, uh, diesel news recap, because I think that would be pretty interesting. I would enjoy it too. Um, the hard part with that is uh, gathering news. I can, if I have it, I can put it together in a way that is going to be easy to um, easy to understand and you know maybe enjoyable to listen to and educational because it is cool to stay up on what's going on. Um, but I don't have time to search out uh, new, new things that are happening. So um, what you can do is if you guys find something interesting that's happening, um, just start sending us an email. Uh, it's just media, M-E-D-I-A, at 1023diesel.com. It's media at 1020diesel.com. Um, any, like, articles and stuff like that that you find interesting that you'd like us to cover? Because I would like to start including that, if nothing else, in the podcast every week because I think that would be pretty cool. Um, on top of that, if you want to get in contact about joining the podcast or you have questions, um, same email, media at 1020diesel.com. And also down in the description below, um, there is a form that you can fill out if you want to join to talk about your truck or like whether it be you want to tell us about your truck or uh, if you want to uh, have if you have questions you want to talk about like like planning your build uh, on a live stream uh, we can definitely do that too and that form is in the description you can go ahead and fill that out if you want to join us uh, I will say a lot of the, our emails go to spam so just make sure uh, to check there if we reply to you but I guess what I want to talk about now is um, sort of a, a misunderstanding in this industry. And I know that like Vaughn and I have probably covered it a little bit before, but one of the, one of the misunderstandings is, is, is tuning and what that means. So um, it's kind. It's it's complicated to decide how to explain like the difference between uh, canned tuning and custom tuning, but that's that's the two terms that get thrown a lot by everyone, including us. Um, how it started is not w- what it's what it meant when it became a term is not what it means now, or not how it's used. And so you kind of have to rely on what 
most people are going to understand by the terms you use. And I think that that becomes a problem. Um, I can just, I think back to, um, I thought about it a lot, but this week um, someone had said, uh, I think maybe I was reading like one comment on one of our products and they had said that we, um, that it seemed like our tuning was just based on, you know, a couple hundred other trucks, you know, maybe we mentioned in a conversation with them is based on a couple of hundred other trucks that had a similar setup. And, um, and so their comment was, well, it sounds like can tunes. They're not even custom tuning. And so like, where do you draw the line? There is the hard part. Um, I mean, typically what is understood about can tunes would be like you buy a device off the shelf that just maybe you could plug it into many, many trucks. And, uh, there's just like a, like a preloaded set of tunes that like they can't be adjusted. They can't be changed. You just flash the truck or install the chip and that's it. Um, which I, I think could be a good way to describe that. Um, and then typically like custom tuning would be if you went to a shop that had the ability to create, uh, files or edit files and they could do that specific to your modifications and then make it uh, custom to you and to your truck. Well, we're kind of at the point, and I think most shops that deal with um, like modern diesels are at a point where uh, a lot of builds are the same. So if you've got if you've got two trucks um, that have the same PCM code, uh, they've got the same injectors, the same turbo, the same transmission, the same you know tire size, they're the same everything. If it's basically the same truck, or even very very similar. Um, then what could be custom, what would you expect to be custom different for yours versus the other one? And so I guess you could make the claim that if we build tunes for a certain setup and we, and we deal with like thousands of trucks, not just a couple, um, we definitely have a very good understanding of how they should run with what we build. Um, that, like, like where would you where would you draw the line to say that it's customer can't? I guess it doesn't really matter. I think that the terms are sort of like I said. I don't think they mean what they were supposed to mean. But um, but really, outside of that, it's it's not even that simple. Wouldn't you want for the company that writes tuning for you? Uh, wouldn't you want it to be something that they are have tested? exactly with your setup over and over and over again and evolved over the years to be better and better. If you want to call that can, that's fine. But like it's, it's looked at like, like it's a derogatory term almost like it's, it's wrong. Like it's, it's worse to have can tunes than custom tuning. And I I wonder sometimes maybe that's like a kind of a stigma from like old like flash style programmers that either had a lot of issues or didn't accomplish a lot by installing them. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe that's what it stems from. And so like, if you can put them in the same category as though you can run these same tunes on multiple trucks, that it's a problem or it's a bad thing. I don't think it is. I think it's a good thing. Um, I think that it's a, uh, uh, for me, I would want the confidence that what I'm getting is something that, that who, who I'm buying it from knows that it's good because they've actually tried it exactly with the same setup. So maybe that's a little bit of clarification. Vaughn and I are actually putting together a better, probably going to pre-record it so it can be more precise um, than that, but that'll be coming up sometime soon. Um, the other thing is I, a lot of 
people don't want to talk about it maybe, but I think it's an important topic and, and it is hard to talk about. It's hard to, to navigate like how to explain, but we don't, we don't deal with, what's the best way to put that? Emissions deletes, removing emissions equipment that was put on the truck from the factory. Now, this applies to newer trucks, not older trucks, specifically like 97 or um, 2007 and a half and newer. I see it constantly, all the time. We get called constantly. We see it all over Facebook, whatever. Um, uh, shops and, you know, just consumers that just you just own a truck, um, either advocating for uh, or looking for um, like tuning or devices or equipment to delete your truck. That industry is changing drastically. And one, I'll just throw this out there. Um, if you have interest in that, don't call us, please. Just don't. We absolutely do not sell any products that delete emissions equipment. So we'll get that out of the way. Secondly, I think that shops especially, not just truck owners, because may- maybe you are uh, not aware um, I really don't think that anyone or really don't believe that anyone is going to like not understand that, that removing mandated emissions equipment from a truck, uh, isn't legal. Like, I don't think anyone's going to think that that's actually legal, but, uh, but it isn't for those of you who didn't know that. But I think that shops need to actually like sit back for a second and understand what you're doing to the industry because you keep promoting it. Now, I've been on that side of it, and I know. And I also know that there are trucks that that there's, I can understand 100% the reason why you would want to remove, like the DPF or the EGR. I understand it. There's a lot of trucks, especially early trucks, that you know, 2008, 2011 trucks that have um, just a ton of problems by keeping them there, and it can be extremely costly and even cause like a complete engine failure, like in the case of a 6.4, um, the way that they get diesel um, or the way that the, the DPF gets heated to burn the soot out of it is by injecting fuel through the injectors on the exhaust stroke, essentially doing exactly what it takes to wash cylinders down, and that's how they regenerate. That's horrible for the engine. It's terrible. And so I would understand why you would want to get rid of it. Honestly, my suggestion is just don't buy six fours. Don't buy the uh, the 2008 to 2010 Fords uh, with a with a diesel. But um, but a lot of newer trucks handle it very well, which kind of leads into another thing. And that's it's a whole other conversation. But honestly, if any shops are have questions as to like my beliefs as to like why we should not keep promoting this and keep selling it, um, well, I'll throw one more thing out there. One one very good reason that you shouldn't delete your truck, one very good reason is newer trucks are complicated enough that a lot of times it requires very good equipment or very good tools and a lot of knowledge to be able to diagnose issues with them. Way over the heads of the average just truck driver, the average consumer. Um, you know, Most times over my head, I, I couldn't do a lot of the work that needs to be done on them. It's It's at the point or it's getting to the point where um, m- most shops either either cannot by mandate or will not um, work on trucks, repair in any way trucks that do not have emissions equipment on them, like proper factory emissions equipment. 
And like, man, you think it's expensive or hard for like a DPF to be plugged or an EGR to have an issue, or you're just being preventative and want to get rid of them. It is going to be so much worse when you have nowhere that you can take your truck without spending even more to have all that equipment put back on it so that whatever the issue is can get repaired. And it is coming to that. That is happening. And so in the long run, shops that keep promoting this and shops that keep installing those parts are harming your consumers. You're not helping them. We'll talk more about that later, though. But what that can lead into is that I think that as an, as an industry, the, the, the disconnect between shops and their, their customers, people who pay them to work on their trucks, is, is, is huge. Like it's this, it's this big divide. And I think part of it is, you know, maybe a misunderstanding on the consumer side of what, what, like what to expect a lot of times. And maybe it's a misunderstanding from shops how to communicate uh, problems. Um, I don't know, but there is, and you know, there's another thing just like humans in general, we all communicate differently. And like one of the things that we see a lot from like our online support and part side, not just that we sell parts, but that we sell parts. Um, we support them well, we understand them well. And then we want to present a, an avenue where, like I said earlier, where you can grasp the logic of why we would choose to do what we do, not just choose the parts. But the, but the issue there is that, that everyone sees things differently. Everyone's coming from a different perspective or asking a question for a different reason. And so maybe, you know, one of the things that can help for a consumer going to a shop for anything they want to do with their truck, whether it be like upgrade it, modify it, repair it, whatever, is um, just be willing to be very honest about what, it is you're expecting and be honest about what it is that your what it is your problem is. That's one thing I see a lot is that it's not like people don't like either you, you find that some detail isn't necessary to explain, or you find that um, you think that if you, ex- if you say certain things or explain certain things like the wrong way uh, that like the shop won't understand what you're asking for. And like, that is, that is true. But um, but you can't hide problems. Um, you know, let me give you an example. As a tuning company, we have a lot of people that come to us uh, for, for tuning because their truck is modified. Um, that's going to be the main reason why people would buy tuning from us. And if you, if you come to us, you know, and you say like, oh, you know, my truck has, uh, it, it, I've, I've dealt with, you know, several different tuning companies and my truck keeps having this problem and, and this other problem, like, you know, idling issues or shifting issues or whatever. It consistently has a problem across multiple different tuners. Um, like, if that's the truth, but you didn't say that, you didn't tell us that ahead of time, and we start to dig into, you know, why it is you're looking for tuning, um, or, we, or if we don't ask you and then find out after we sell you tuning and then you say, okay, well, yeah, actually, I've had this problem with several other people, then at the end of the day, what it looks like to us is you're just buying tuning because you thought that that we would be your we would do your diagnostics for you and figure out what's wrong with your truck, which isn't what the product is. That isn't what tuning is for. The tuning is to um, either it, to correct for parts that are installed, which maybe that could be a misunderstanding again, um, 
And it is not to, to it's not to, to figure out what's wrong with your truck and then diagnose it for you. So I guess, yeah, just come into any conversation if you're, especially if you're looking to modify your truck, but also if it needs to be repaired, um, come into it, uh, being willing to be honest about, uh, what the problem is or what you're expecting. And another thing we have, you know, Rob, Robert and I have talked about, he was on a couple of podcasts ago. He's a business, he's my business partner. Um, you know, we've really thought about, okay, I, I wish that there was a like training standard to be able to educate shops. Not that we're necessarily qualified to be the, you know, the ones to educate about everything. I definitely don't think so. Um, we're obviously, we're just flying off the cuff here on this, uh, on this live stream, but, but I do wish that it was there. It doesn't do a lot of good for a, for a shop to have people who are capable of answering questions, um, not be available to answer questions. I mean, you can be a great mechanic, but it's leaving a lot on the table for um, other people to be educated by. And I don't know if it's like kind of a systemic problem maybe where, you know, your job is to be a mechanic. And so if you're a great one, you just fix trucks and that's it. Maybe it's that a lot of people don't have like the, the, the place, like the format to be able to, to uh, express what it is that they're good at or what they know. I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a pride thing. Like, uh, like, like, if if you think that you know everything about something or you're, you're one of the better ones, then it'd be very hard to listen to someone else who, who also knows a lot. I don't know. But I think it'd be cool to have a platform for that because I know, you know, just even within our own shop, like, like we're known by some people as the really good 7.3 tuning company. Um, and then, you know, we're known by other people as the really good transmission shop. And so they may think we're the transmission guys or someone who knows us for tuning. They may think that we're just the tuning guys. They don't know we build transmissions and repair everything, you know. And then, then within our company, we've got, you know, people that are good at certain things or great at certain things and maybe not at others. You know, I'm, I'm a 7.3 guy. I, my whole life is based on, on education for, uh, for 7.3s. That's it. I mean, that's really all I end up doing. And just talking to Robert on our podcast the other day, it was, or a couple weeks ago, uh, I don't even, I didn't even know how you set timing on a 5.9 Cohen's. I don't know that. So I shouldn't be the voice that tries to say that either, you know, but I think that would be cool. I think that would be cool to have a platform like that. So I guess if, if, um, if there's any of you are shops that are interested in participating in something like that, whether it be that you would like a platform to speak, um, or teach on something that you understand very well, that would be really cool. Um, definitely reach out. I don't, I don't have anything really in the works to make that happen, but if we can get more people behind it, I think it would be cool. Another thing I'll cover, uh, before we end this, since I came into it without any, any plan or topic, Black Friday. Uh, we have been getting asked a lot about if we're going to do any sales for Black Friday. I do not know what will be on sale. I have not heard from any, uh, manufacturers, that we deal with on what's going to be offered or who's going to be offering sales or maybe a couple of them, but most of them that you'd be interested in, probably not. I know that like, I don't think transmissions usually go on like on any sort of sale. Most good transmission builders are busy enough. They don't really need to put things on sale to sell them um, or to, you know, make their margins or stay busy. And they're at, they're usually a long timeline and it's even worse this year. I mean, a lot of builders were looking at, you know, anywhere from two to three months on transmission builds 
Um, injectors, I mean, I've heard that there might be some either like core supply issues for a lot of guys or part supply issues, but um, really anything like in a metal field, um, it there's a lot of supply issues going on. So I don't know what to expect for Black Friday. I literally have no idea. But as always, we'll you know we'll send out newsletters. We'll send out uh, post stuff on the website if anything does come up for sale. Um, that's not for what a couple weeks anyway. If it does happen, but I appreciate you guys watching. Um, if you have any questions, you can throw them up here. Um, just throw them up in the chat, and I'd be happy to try to answer them for you. But like I said, this wasn't this wasn't really planned. But I do have one at some point. At some point. Charlie at Casey Turbos and I are going to finally be able to get together and um, talk about uh, turbos. Um, just again, the the education side of it. He and I see things very similarly, and that'll happen at some point. Both of us are pretty busy, and it's hard to connect. I've got one that we're going to do uh, a stream. We're going to do talking to a guy that um, races his seven three. Does uh, I think it's mostly just like like dirt track racing, um, and um, and then we've got the one planned for um, going more in depth on like can versus custom tuning and what that means. But other than that, I don't have anything planned that far out. So definitely, if you guys are interested in joining the podcast and talking more, and I see um, Rob Simmons, you jumped in here. Um, we talked a couple weeks ago, well, a couple months ago, on um, kind of a about like diagnostics and the logic of the shop side, um, and that was really enjoyable. But Robert, we should do that again sometime. But I appreciate you guys listening. I'm going to go ahead and kill this thing here, and uh, we'll be back next week. I'm, I'm very committed. Man, I keep sounding like I'm going to end it, and then I don't. I'm really committed to doing this every single week. And um, this week, I didn't. the reason I didn't think I was going to, we had um, some health issues in the family, and so it didn't look like we were going to be able to live stream it. But uh, I'm going to do everything in my power to do it no matter what. We're going to keep trying. But, okay, I'll end it here. Appreciate you guys.